Welcome, champion, to episode 41 of my podcast, The View from the Crow's Nest. And the view from the Crow's Nest today is square-eyed, sore-brained, head and brain has been into marketing and getting my head around things and planning and whatnot for the day. Not even planning specific marketing, but actually just um, planning a framework for which for adverts, for advertising, digital advertising. So to fill in the details, um, my new nascent um, marketing agency, Audience Ninja, potentially has its first couple of clients, which is very nice. They've been inbound. I didn't do anything. They contacted me, and that's forced me to kind of move more quickly on plans for starting up Audience Ninja. Um, And one of the conversations was about websites and web rebuilds and emails and all of that kind of thing. And they wanted to have a second conversation about advertising, specifically Facebook ads and um, Instagram ads and stuff like that. And marketing as a subject is really broad and wide. And obviously you niche down bit by bit or layer down bit by bit. So then you get into digital marketing or, um, you know, looking at online side of things. And that encompasses loads of stuff as well from SEO, search engine optimization to get your page rising in the ranks on Google, for example, um, through to content marketing, in, in uh, influencer marketing, etc., etc. So advertising, digital advertising is another subset of that. But then when you get to digital advertising, it's not as simply oh, just boosting a post on Facebook. There's a lot more to it than that. The thing is, doing it for myself is one thing because you know you just do it for yourself you don't really think through the process too much but when you need to cost out the process in order to charge somebody for the service obviously you want to make sure that you're not you're, you're being fair to them but also you're being fair to yourself because there's no point in undercharging and then realizing that there's all these little things that you didn't realize were part of the process because you never really thought it through before but once you've actually got a client who's expecting results and breathing down your neck then you'd better make sure that you've covered all your bases, you know, and that um, you know what's involved at the outset rather than halfway through when you're too far gone to actually make changes. So today was really getting my head around the actual process, the general process of Facebook, uh, well, not Facebook, but of online advertising. Then I have a specific... um, methodology and idea when it comes to advertising and particularly when it comes to um, advertising musicians and musicians using ads and I think that the traditional music industry is appalling at their marketing and their advertising um, and they still use old school techniques that uh, worked fine when we didn't have the internet but they try and transplant them to the internet with very limited success and that's the traditional music industry. Most independent uh, musicians, they haven't a clue where to start and that's understandable. And it's very easy to waste a lot of money very quickly on ads that don't work if you're not operating within a framework that is, you know, methodical, etc., etc. And that framework is more in-depth and more connected to other elements such as websites, landing pages, funnels and other concepts like this um, than people who haven't looked into marketing and studied it a bit understand so to be the challenge is to one get one's head around that to start with two is to systematize that and put that into a framework three and this is possibly even more so is to be able to explain that to a client who thinks that most likely 
oh, I want to spend some money on ads so that that will get me an immediate result, an immediate return. I spend 10 quid or 100 quid or whatever it might be, and I'll immediately get leads or get traffic or get sales or get plays or whatever it is that the goal is. And there's so much more to it than that, and it's so much more complex than that. So trying to distill that, uh, first understand it and then distill it in a way that can be explained to a potential client and costed to a potential client um, was my day pretty much today and that melted my brain but I'm very happy to say that I pretty much did it and that provides the blueprint the framework that now Audience Ninja can operate from and alongside that yesterday if you tuned in um, I put out the first adverts for our first team member for Audience Ninja which is Simona and I's big um, focus is to build a team for to help us with our various endeavors whatever they may be our own projects and whatnot and audience ninja will be the container for the team which will then help out on the other projects and eventually the idea was to help on client stuff as well but now the client stuff has been pushed forward because they've come to me um so that's really exciting and we had a bunch of people apply already which is brilliant and there's one person in particular who i like the sound of i like the you know, I like the way the guys are responding. So potentially we might have found our first teammate, which will be brilliant. So then today I put out a second advert for um, a digital marketing expert because although I might be designing the program, one, somebody who's got more experience than me or is just better than me can certainly bring more to the table and some new ideas and hopefully better ideas. And two, I don't want to be the person who's actually doing the, the detailed work because it's not my forte, it's not something that I thoroughly enjoy and I want to be able to focus more on the tasks um, that, and projects that I can bring the most to that really resonate with my skill set and my passion and whatnot. So <clears throat> hopefully we'll be able to find a second teammate who will be able to take on this side of things because they really enjoy it and they're really good at it. So it's really exciting to be progressing these things you know to be getting to be moving forward with projects and obviously once you bring a team in place that's when things really get amplified and can move much more quickly and you can have a, a much greater effect on what your um, effect I should say on what you're trying to um, trying to achieve so that's really cool and um, uh, I was doing some other stuff this morning I can't remember exactly what it was but I was tidying up some loose ends and finishing some stuff and um, can't remember what it was. I'll have to share it with you another time. Um, tomorrow is going to be a day out. Finally, we're going to have a family day out. I'm going to not work um, and um, we're really looking forward to it. So if you didn't know, we are currently um, living with my mother-in-law because we got uh, stranded on a, an island, or stranded is not the right word, isolated by the lockdown whilst we were visiting um, where my wife's from, which is an island called Ischia. And with the lockdown, we ended up having to stay. And now the summer's coming. Iskia is a summer island. So uh, with the uncertainty around COVID, we're going to stay here for a little while longer. Um, and this is where my wife grew up. It's an island population. It's about 65,000 people. It's not massive, but it's very pretty. And one of the key attractions on the island, if not the key attraction, is the castle. And um, it's a really spectacular castle because it's basically built on um, a rock island just just off the 
main island and it's um, you know, big cliffs and really spectacular looking. If you want to see it, you know, go online. It's called the um, Aragonese Castle. Um, and you can see it in many films, a lot of Italian films, but also in the talented Mr. Ripley. So if you remember that film, um, when they go to the Italian seaside island, um, they filmed it on Ischia because it was meant to be in the 50s and Ischia still looks like it's in the 50s. And most of the people still think it's the 50s, it seems. Um, so it's a really, really beautiful castle and you can go and visit it. So we're going tomorrow. We're taking the kids who've never been and they're excited. And then we found that there's a boat tour um, just in front of the castle by, by chance. And it's about an hour and a half, two hours. And it's a glass bottomed boat that looks at archaeological ruins under the water. So we're going to do that in the morning. So um, neither of us have done that. So it's really cool to be doing something new, uh, very touristy. And uh, we're really looking forward to it. So on that note, I'm going to finish up here because it's already 11 o'clock you can probably tell by my voice that I'm pretty tired and I want my full energy to run up steps probably carrying the kids tomorrow um, so thank you for listening if you're about on Twitter at Romeo Crow is my name unless I've been hacked and I'm trying to um, retweet you about Bitcoin if you don't know what that's about then you're probably not on Twitter but if you are then you'll know what that's about look it up um, it's quite well it's not funny but it's kind of funny um anyhow thanks for listening and i will see you tomorrow with a report on how the day has gone bye